MLB just named their pitchers and players of the month for every single minor league. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked on MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated. Thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And 11 leagues, 11 players of the month, 11 pitchers of the month. Really interesting, some of these award winners too, because it's not always names you would expect. Uh, Some of these are names you've obviously already heard of. International leagues, or AAA. This is a big one for me here. Memphis Redbirds third baseman Nolan Gorman. We've talked plenty about Nolan Gorman, one of those guys who we thought was going to get called up to start the season. Uh, Obviously did not. Has been absolutely crushing it in Memphis. 338 average in the month of April. Led the league in total bases with 60. Home runs with 11. Slugging percentage 811. An OPS 1201 was fourth in runs with 19 runs, hit safely in 16 straight games, including five straight games with a homer. So we know Nolan Gorman by now, 2018 first round guy um, selected by St. Louis. And the question was whether or not he was going to be at the big league team to start the year. And obviously he was not. You look at, they just put Edmundo Souza, Souza on the IL and thought maybe there was a spot to bring him up, and instead they brought up a Juan Yepes to kind of um, be a utility guy. I wonder how long the leash is going to be for Paul DeYoung at short. So he's batting 131, 221, 230 right now. So his WRC plus is 41 uh, over 19 games. He's, he's all those starts at short, and Tommy Edmond can play short. He's not great at short. He can play short. He did it in 2020. did a little bit in 2021. Yeah, he picked up like 100 innings in 2020 over like, you know, and then 20, another 20-something innings in 2021. So he can do it. I wonder how long is Paul DeYoung's leash before he has to go on the IL and Nolan Gorman gets called up to play second base. You, I, you also do kind of have to wonder. I know that... uh. I know that Edmund can play the outfield as well. I want to say last year he played quite a bit of, I want to say it was right. I mean, yeah, I think, I think it was right field. He played like 280 innings in right field. So it's possibly something where as injuries come around, you know, right now they've got Harrison Bader, Dylan Carlson, Tyler O'Neill. Somebody gets injured, somebody gets hurt. You move, um, you move Edmund out to the outfield and you bring up a Gorman. But somebody who I expect to hear from pretty soon, just simply based on what he's doing at AAA. He has nothing left to prove, it seems like. The pitcher of the month, Nashville Sounds left-hander Ethan Small. So first rounder 2019 out of Mississippi State. Uh, and I think he's in the top 10 right now. He was one of those TJ guys. So he had Tommy John, returned, led the league in strikeouts as a redshirt junior, got picked in the first round, Went all the way up, made it through triple, like made it up to triple A in his in twenty twenty one, and then got hurt for uh, for 
the end of the year, pitched a little bit in winter ball, and then now just has looked really, really good. So um, 2-0, 0.77 ERA in five starts, uh, 23 and a third innings, nine hits, 31 strikeouts, allowed a 114 batting average against. Uh, he's that guy where if he can if he can figure out that that breaking ball and get his control back to where it was pre-injury, he's going to be a number four, number five starter. It looks like he may have done that. I didn't see the the exact pitch chart of what he did uh, in the month of April, but going from the stat line, it sounds like he figured it out enough where he may be uh, a piece for the Brewers sooner rather than later, as soon as they have something open up in that rotation. Just an absolute great outing. When you look at the Pacific Coast League. Uh, so for the Diamondbacks, uh, their team, the Reno Aces, it was outfielder Stone Garrett, eighth rounder in 2014. Uh, kind of feels like he's on the verge of one of those career minor leader guys, but led the entire league in total bases with 55, eight doubles, led the league, 724 slugging, 1141 OPS, and then second in average at 355. Uh, third in hits, third in on base percentage. Fifth in home runs and RBIs. So he was a pick of Miami. Obviously, he's kind of moved around a bit. I uh, don't necessarily know if what the next step is if, if the Diamondbacks want to use him or if they're going to keep him at AAA. But I know one guy that's definitely not going to be kept at AAA forever is the pitcher of the month. Uh, so Oklahoma City Dodgers, Ryan Pipo, 2-0, ERA and five starts. He's in the top 100. Uh, 29 strikeouts and 21 and two-thirds. Batting average of 1.82. So uh, he was a third rounder in 2019. Another one of those guys that obviously lost some time because of the you know the the missing season had to kind of recover and figure out. Um, and so coming out of Butler, the stuff on him was like the delivery. He had to figure out the delivery, right? Um, he would he would he'd rush through it, so he'd lose his his balance. He'd lose his release point. Uh, kind of feels like. He may have done that. We were worried if he was going to have to go to a, like a like a late relief role because the fastball and changeup are really really good. It's a very good fastball. It's a fantastic changeup. He just had to corral it. Seems like he's corralled it a lot a lot more. I feel really good that he's going to be able to contribute at a high level and and pan out as a starter for the Dodgers because you know that's what the Dodgers need or you know more amazing players. And in just a minute, I want to get into the double uh, A and then some of the lower minors. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Blue Nile. Mother's Day is Sunday. If you have not bought something, this is almost your last chance to do it. Mother's Day is Sunday. And whether she prefers a statement piece or just everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every single mother. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. Uh, What's really cool is Blue Nile does have jewelry experts on hand 24-7. You can chat with them. You can call them. So, like, be legitimate. If you don't necessarily know what your mom wants, but you can talk about her, you know, her tastes and things like that, but, you know, your budget, all that kind of stuff. They can work through it with you to figure out the perfect gift for your mother. You can mark Mother's Day with something enduring like diamond stud earrings or an elegant tennis bracelet or a birthstone pendant. All that's at BlueNile.com. So this Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. 
Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off of 500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. So shop stress-free and find your forever piece at BlueNile.com today. So when you get to Double A, uh, the Eastern League has shortstop Ezekiel Tovar from the Hartford Yard Goats, Rockies prospect. Um, he was he was a, a Hendry National free agent in 2017, and there's actually now a podcast out there for the Hartford Yard Goats. So go listen to that. Uh, I think it's called Going Yard with the Goats. Our friend Aiden from Twitter uh, does that on the side. So go go check that out. But Tovar, no, so led. The league in hits with 24, total bases with 46, second in OPS with a 1061. Um, third slugging percentage, four in average. He had 14 RBIs, 15 runs, five home runs, nine multi hit games in the month. And so he's somebody who, like, the big conversation there was one of the best defensive shortstops in the minor leagues. Um, how well can his offense grow and stick? Sounds like it stuck pretty well. Um, he's kind of, you know, in that top five in what is considered a pretty shallow Rocky system. I can see him relatively quickly climbing up. He's got Drew Romo and the catcher in front of him. He's got Michael Toglia, the first baseman and Zach being the outfielder. I can see him right there in contention, especially if one of these guys gets called up this year. Um, if, if, if Toglia get, for some reason gets called up because Crone gets hurt or if, uh, Zach Veen ends up eventually maybe moving off of that number one spot, I can see Ezekiel Tovar taking that spot. Um, obviously, obviously, Vane's way too young to actually make the big leagues this year. I think he's going to be, I think he's in high A right now. But uh, if for some reason his star dims a bit, Tovar is probably going to be that number one prospect. Uh, he Either way, he is up there. Um, the pitcher of the month. Lefty Brandon Walter of the Portland Sea Dogs, Red Sox affiliate. Uh, he had one one seven ERA, 23 innings in the month, struck out 29 batters, opponents held to a 169 batting average. He was a 2019 26th rounder, back when we had 26 rounds in the draft. Uh, he's in the like top 10, 11 prospects right now for the Red Sox. And part of the conversation was um, can his stuff hold when he gets up? He, age-wise, he was seen as a little old for what he was doing. He had Tommy John in 2017. He missed 2018 while rehabbing. He was drafted, obviously late, shut down, threw everything off, and he looked almost completely different in 2021. So the question is, uh, or the question was, was his stuff going to stick when he moved up in the minors? Because you haven't seen a lot of him. Uh, obviously, his stuff has uh, has stuck. Uh, sinkers like 93 to 95. Uh, Change-ups good, both sides of the plate. Uh, slider kind of sweeps and stuff. Walks about 5% of guys. So, get a lot of guys to chase, things like that. But he's got to throw... I mean, he's just, he's just raw. And this is something where, obviously, aggressive promotion. It's working out so far. Uh, the, the Red Sox like to be aggressive with these promotions, so I wonder what's going to happen from here. The Southern League, really interesting how this worked out. 
the Rocket City Trash Pandas, um, Angels affiliate, had both the pitcher and the position player. So outfielder Trey Cabbage, uh, he was a fourth rounder in 2015 by Minnesota, but led the league in average, 356, eight home runs, 21 RBIs, 57 total bases, 781 slugging, 1265 OPS. Those were all best in the Southern League. And then he was second non-base percentage at 484. And so um, a guy that has been has not been very, um, very, I guess, talked about in the system, but definitely somebody who, you know, very, very excited to see what he's done. You hope he can continue it. Uh, the, the guy opposite him, Chase Silseth, the right-hand pitcher. He was a uh, he was a 11th rounder this year, 2021 draft out of Arizona. So obviously, very aggressive promotion to start everything. Um, he he was at Arizona his senior year. I remember. I want to say the College World Series. He faced off against like Kumar Rocker on fr- like a fr- like a Friday night thing. Like it was it was a it was electric, but. Really good fastball, 96, can run it up to 98 or so. Uh, he's got a tight slider and like a big, like, sloop, loopy curveball. Um, both of them can be plus. The curveball's better, I think. He gets more uh, chases off that. Uh, he has a splitter, gets mistaken for a changeup a lot. Uh, and it was something where, because of the four pitches, it was okay, he has the starter's arsenal, but. His command is spotty. His durability is a question. He wore down a lot at the end of starts. Um, you know, the, 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 the command would suffer as he got tired. And so the question was, can he harness this in and, and do more? Obviously, he has um, 20 innings over four starts, so averaging five innings a start. Uh, 188 average allowed, 135 ERA, 27 strikeouts in 20 innings. So doing more, you love to see that. Uh, and somebody who, now that you, you've you taken away some of the concern about him being pigeonholed as a reliever, having to move to relief, he's probably going to come up a little bit off of 12th in this list simply because now you know he has the stuff to start and he's starting to learn how to harness it and to keep his wits about him all the way through. Um, for... The Texas League, AA, um, the Springfield Cardinals had Moises Gomez. You may remember him from our fantasy baseball pod last week. We talked about him now that he left Tampa Bay uh, and has moved over to the, to the Cardinals system. Uh, great change of scenery for him. Led the Texas League in batting average at 429. 22 runs, 66 total bases, 11 home runs. 25 RBIs, a 1048 slugging percentage, and a 1519 OPS. So he had 66 total bases. That was 22 more than anybody else in the league. 11 multi-hit games. So it really feels like he's one of those guys that it wasn't necessarily where he, like it was something about where he was. And I don't know if he if he couldn't hit in Montgomery. I don't know if he couldn't hit in Durham. I don't necessarily know what the issue was, but the change of scenery has done him very, very well. Uh, and I expect him, when you see the midseason re-ranked boards that come out, I expect him to be on the board 
because he might have a future as more than just a minor league free agent depth piece. The other guy, Simeon Woods Richardson, the righty for the Twins, uh, played was playing for the or is playing for the Wichita Wind Surge. Some of these team names are hard to say, y'all. Uh, Twenty-one and two-thirds innings across four starts. Um, did not allow a single earned run. Did not allow more than two hits in a start. Struck out 18, held opponents to a 101 average. I mean, it's it's really hard to get better than that. Um, so 2018, second round guy out of high school. And he's been traded twice now. I think he was drafted by the Mets, was sent to the Blue Jays. That was the Marcus Stroman deal. And then the Blue Jays sent him to the Twins in the Jose Barrios deal. So... He struggled last year between Wichita and AA New Hampshire before the trade because while he has a high arm slot, he's very stiff. And he didn't properly have his whole kinetic chain underneath him. His arm, his, um, his arm would be behind his foot when his foot landed. And he wasn't very fluid with his delivery. So the deception was there. From, from the arm slot, but what he was doing was not translating to the mound. Uh, I mean, despite that, been pretty good at throwing strikes, and his stuff isn't incredibly overpowering. You can see that in the strikeout. I mean, he was pitcher of the month, and he struck out 18 guys in 21 and two-thirds innings. So not overpowering stuff. Fastball sits low 90s. He can run it up to 95 or so. Uh, he's got a changeup that sits around, it's around 80. It's a really good changeup. Uh, like I said, a lot of, lot of uh, speed variance there between those. You know, gets a good 12 to 15 miles an hour difference on that. They, they disguise well out of that arm slot. Has a really steep, hard curveball. And then a slider that he mostly throws to righties. Um, he has decent control over those. But hit, like they don't deceive as well as the fastball changeup combo. So doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. And the profile in him had been probably going to end up being like at best a back end starter, uh, probably you know, or more likely like a multi inning relief guy, um, who instead of having just overpowering velo and stuff, has a lot of precision and deception to his game. So I want to see, I want to see more from the curveball. He throws the slider to righties. He feels better about that. I feel like, but I want to see more from the curveball to see what he can do if he can stick in the rotation and be that fourth or fifth guy that eats innings for you. I mean, every one of his starts win at least five innings. Um, He keeps runs off the board. It's a very valuable skill to have. So work with him on developing the tools he needs to develop so that he can bring that weapon to the major league level. And in just a minute, I want to get into all of the minors, the high, I'm sorry, the the low minors, the, the high and low. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens. Our next partner here, I use this every single day. So I started taking Athletic Greens because I have celiac disease. I can't eat gluten. I can't, you know, and, and, and because of the celiac disease, I have issues with absorption of, nutri- of nutrients from the food I eat, from vitamins, things like that. And so I've been on vitamin supplements. I've been on like multiple different kinds of things and combination of pills every day, as well as being very particular about what I eat, one, to avoid gluten, and two, to make sure that I'm dosing with enough uh, vitamins. 
But Athletic Greens instead has been fantastic for me. So uh, it's obviously, it's gluten-free. Um, not only that, it's dairy-free, it's keto, it's, it's paleo, it's vegan. Uh, less than one gram of sugar. No artificial anythings. And so I take it every morning. Uh, it's, it's like less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than a, than a cup of cold brew in the morning. And honestly, it's cheaper than all of the other vitamin supplements I was taking. Uh, you mix it in with, I think it's like eight to ten, eight to ten ounces of water. They send me a ni- they sent me a nice little uh, shaker cup. I just put it in there, shake it up in the morning, drink it first thing, and it's helped. Like I feel like I sleep better at night. I feel better in the morning after I get up and I've had it first thing. I usually wait about thirty minutes before I have my coffee, uh, and I just it it kind of feels like I've, in, I've invested in like in myself. And so right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net um, has been crucial for us on this show. I mean, just yesterday we were talking. Jimmy sent me over all the odds for AL and NL Rookie of the Year and the history of how they had moved since the, the lines went on the board. So uh, they can give you all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, everything right there on the website. Whether it's the basketball playoffs, I think they're still going on. Uh, obviously Major League Baseball this weekend. You've got the Kentucky Derby back, so the run to the Rose is there. Uh, BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action because BetOnline is where the game starts. So, the Miners. While we're on the topic of the Twins, in the Midwest League, the high A pitch, um, the high A Position player of the month was third baseman Christian Encarnacion Strand. I hope I'm saying all of that right. But yeah, so led the league in average at 410. Hits with 32. Total bases with 53. uh, 23 RBI, 679 slugging, 1138 OPS. All led the Midwest League. Second on base percentage uh, at 459. He had five home runs. Uh, 14 runs scored, had 11 multi-hit games. And the wild thing here, the first two games of the season, 9 for 10, 3 homers, 14 RBIs. 14 RBIs in the first two games. It's ridiculous. What a start to... Imagine being a season ticket holder for the Cedar Rapids Colonels, and that's the show you got the first two days. Uh, So, I mean... 2021 fourth round guy, and they're like they're really high on him and what he can do. Um, they they really believe that that he can do a lot for this squad. Um, another guy you probably have already heard of, the Peoria Chiefs. It's a Cardinals affiliate. Right hander Michael McGreevy, one of their top prospects. One and uh, 0.76 ERA in four starts. He was a 2021 uh, first rounder out of uh, UC Santa Barbara. So. 23 and two-thirds innings across four starts, 13 hits, two earned runs, 
25 strikeouts. Opponents batted 159 against him. And um, I don't even necessarily think that was the best pitching performance in in low A. Um, or sorry, in in A ball. I think there was there was some. There's a guy at the very end who did even better than that. It's kind of amazing. Uh, the Northwest League, and so high A here. The Spokane Indians, it's Rockies affiliate. Catcher Drew Romo, 342 average, 26 hits, 38 total bases, all led the league. Uh, 14 RBIs, 884 OPS, 500 slugging. So 2020 competitive balance round A guy. Um, obviously lost most of that season. I don't think he went to the alternate site. I don't have that note in front of me. I don't think he went to the alternate site. And so... First, you know, first taste of full taste of ball last year, obviously in low A. He's now in high A and playing rather well. It's a guy that, as a catcher, I want to see him get moved up uh, and get a chance to work with a little more professional pitchers and kind of get in that routine. High school catchers, we've talked about that on the show before. They're so far behind their college team, uh, their 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 college counterparts when it comes to handling a pitching staff. So I want to see him get moved up sooner rather than later. Put him in Hartford when you have a chance. Let him handle that pitching staff. Um, the the hitter of the month, Tri-City Dust Devils right-hander. I'm sorry, the, the pitcher of the month. Tri-City Dust Devils right-hander, Braden Ultoff. So the Angels took him ninth round in 2021. You remember that draft is the one where the Angels took pitchers in every single round. Uh, obviously, a little bit of a lower guy there. Four starts. In 20 innings, 1-0, 180 ERA, uh, 12 total hits allowed, 26 strikeouts. Opponents batted 171 against him. So uh, a guy a little bit lesser heralded in the system, obviously. I mean, if you think he's going to be amazing, you don't wait till the ninth round to take him. But uh, definitely worked out. And a guy that we saw good things from at Tulane when he was there. Uh, South Atlantic League. So high A again. Uh, White Sox affiliate, the Winston-Salem Dash. Uh, Their third baseman, Brian Ramos, led the league with a 403 average, 29 hits, 1102 OPS. Was second in total bases and slugging, fifth in RBIs. Uh, 2018 international signee out of um, Cuba. So a little bit older than a typical international guy would be three years out from being signed. But uh, I predict he'll get moved up rather soon because there's a little bit of issues at third base, I've heard, in, with the White Sox. And then the pitcher, Tanner Gordon. So six-rounder in 2019 uh, by, the, by the Braves. And he's playing in Rome right now. But 3-1, and one, one, six, four ERA in four starts. Um, 22 innings pitch, 36 strikeouts, not a single walk. He was the only pitcher in the league who went more than one start and didn't walk anybody. Uh, four total earned runs across those 22 innings, 18 hits. So whip under one, ERA under two, three and one record. Not much you can ask for. I want to see the game that he lost. <laughs> I want to see what happened in that game that he lost. Uh, unless he just had a giant blow up. But uh, definitely a great thing there. Atlanta has a bunch of pitchers coming up. Soon, Charlie Morton's on, a, I think, a one-year deal now. Uh, Max Freed has one more year until, I, I think, I think his final year of arbitration is next year. Uh, Soroka is somewhere similar to that. 
So Atlanta's going to have decisions to make. They have a bunch of young uh, pitchers. We've seen what Kyle Wright has done. But going to be room in that rotation, especially with Morton moving on. And Tanner Gordon may get there by then. Uh, The California League. So single A Dodgers affiliate Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. Uh, Their outfitter, Damon Keith. 519 on base percentage, 672 slugging, 1191 OPS. Had a 391 average, 25 hits, 19 runs, two triples, uh, but 18th round guy last year out of California Baptist. So usually those late 18 round guys aren't always people that you're expecting a lot out of. So love to see that he's able that that Damon's that Damon Keith is able to. You know, has a great thing there. I expect him to get moved up to high A re- rel- relatively quickly. And then the the, the pitcher, um, Padres right-hander Garrett Hawkins. 1-0, 196 ERA in four starts. He was a ninth rounder in 2021. Uh, threw 18 in the third innings, 26 uh, strikeouts, one walk. Love to see that efficiency. For the Carolina League single A, uh, Rays affiliate Charleston Riverdogs. Their outfielder Drew Baker. 435 average, 552 on base, 717 slugging, so 1269 OPS. Those were all best in the league. He walked more times than he struck out. 20 hits, 14 RBIs, 13 games. Missed the last five because he fought a ball off his foot. Despite that, still led in all of those categories. Fourth rounder out of Texas Tech last year, uh, and somebody who I expect them to move up to high A relatively quickly. And then, Speaking of moving up the high A relatively quickly, the Augusta Green Jackets, the Braves affiliate, right-hander Roiber Salinas. So 2018 free agent out of Venezuela. Um, four starts, one four five ERA, three total earned runs allowed across 18 and two-third innings with nine hits. 43 strikeouts of the 56 batters he faced. They promoted him on Tuesday to high A. So they said, yeah, okay, you aggressive with the promotions. He spent a month. He obviously showed he's better than that level. They moved him up, like I talk about. And then the Florida State League, last one here, the Bradenton Marauders, first uh, P- Pirates affiliate, Marauders, Pirates, okay. First baseman, Jacob Gonzalez, 448 average, 30 hits, 49 total bases, 513 on base, 731 slugging, 1244 OPS. All of those were best in the league. Had four triples. That was somehow only third in the league. I want to see the guys who, who got more than four triples in the month. Uh, nine multi-hit games for Jacob. Hit safely in 16 of 18 games. So second round pick out of 2017. Uh, typically not a guy you still see at this level. So glad that, he, you know, high school kid. So glad to see that things are finally kind of clicking there. You have to think timing wise when it comes to rule five. Being a 2017 draftee, that's going to come up pretty soon. So he, this is the chance. You need that growth because at the end of the season, if you're still in single A or even high A on a 2017 draft, even out of high school, they're probably not going to put you on the 40-man. So something there. And then we're going to close with guy we talked about, I think it was on Monday in the mailbag. Uh, Dunedin Blue Jays lefty Ricky Tiedemann uh, was the pitcher of the month for the Florida State League. 3-0. and ERA in four starts. Uh, 20 innings, only five hits and two runs. Struck out 33 and held opponents to a .081 batting average. Uh, Third rounder in 2021. He's only 19 years old. 
I'm fairly confident he's going to move from from single A to high A probably within another month or so just to get him a better challenge. And if I'm the Jays, I find a way to have him in double A by the second half or by the end of the year so he can get a better challenge. Uh, great, great show coming up on Friday. It's a farm Friday. We're, we're going by order of depth of system. So Baltimore Orioles are up. So stay tuned for that. But until then, this has been Locked on MLB Prospect. Uh-huh.